jinkies. Oh, what's that gross book made out of skin? It's not a book. It's a tome made out of skin. Ew. What's it say? Behold the collected apocrypha of Stacy Ponder, the writer for Final Girl. And Anthony Hudson, the programmer for Queer Horror. And together they are... Oh my god! Don't read it out loud! Don't read it out loud! of Darkness! We're back. With an episode. Oh, I'm so put upon. <laughs> uh, sure. It feels, for some reason, it feels like it's been a really long time since our last time. It's just one of those weeks that feels like we, the last time we recorded was like a month ago. It does feel a lot longer, doesn't it? It does. Is it? I mean, we, well, okay, Full disclosure, audience, we pushed this episode by a day mm-hmm. from when we usually record. And that does traditionally always throw us off. Yeah. But a day extra shouldn't feel like two weeks gap. No. But it does. It's very strange. And it's not like... What is that? I don't know. Time. Man. Is it, does it have anything to do with the... the uh, the non-stop marathoning of Real Housewives of Potomac that's been happening in both of our lives. I think so. <laughs> like, our, the sense of time and reality. <laughs> now that I think about it, I was just gonna say, there have been some time slips <laughs> happening this week. That makes sense. I was gonna say, you came to naked in a phone booth, uh, (laughs) mumbling things about Giselle and Karen. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I finally, I know we have, uh, there's a fair, the the overlap in the Venn diagram of (laughs) Gaylord's listeners and Real Housewives watchers is not zero. There's a contingent out there. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And so I finally started in on Potomac. Only heard that Potomac is the best franchise. I've always, Atlanta has always been my favorite. I love Beverly Hills. Mm -hmm. But I said, I need some fresh blood. (sighs) And I looked and Potomac only has like five seasons on Hulu, which is not nothing. But it's not as intimidating as when it's like, oh, this one's been on since 2005 and there's 18 seasons or whatever. Yes, it's surmountable versus the other. Yeah. So I started it and I would just like to say that everybody who said that Potomac is the best was absolutely correct. (laughs) I have... I have just been in a waking coma, basically. <laughs> watching, I can't stop watching it. I love it. It's you, so entertaining. You have your Clockwork Orange i forceps <laughs> installed. Yeah. 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 I think I, I texted you. I think I was probably on the first episode. Maybe the second. And I was like, you have to start watching this. Yeah, you were on. Yeah, you were on episode one, and then you sent me a clip of episode two, yeah, or a behind the scenes <laughs> clip, and then I watched that, and I said, "I'm in." Yeah. And then I went home. Yeah, because that was that was the night that Jason and I watched, and Andrew and I we all watched um, the new Howling Village. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, um, and then and it says a lot that I don't remember much about that movie, but I remember exactly what I was talking about Housewives with you uh, over. Like, <laughs> I yeah. remember that at the same time. Um, yeah, and that was like a week ago. Yeah, it's been Housewives, of, Real Housewives of Potomac, and K-pop concerts online. That's been my entire <laughs> week, and it has really <laughs> fucked with my sleep schedule. Oh, it, it was brutal for a minute there. And so now I don't know where I am or what I'm doing. And I kind of forgot what we're supposed to talk about today. <laughs> you were you were an unburdened vessel. Yeah, yes, thank you. That's How's a nice that? way to look at it. That's yes. perfect. Yes. That's perfect. Stacy Ponder, unburdened vessel. 
That's right. She's a blog. She's a podcast. She's a Rondo <laughs> awardee. She's an unburdened vessel. I love this for her. But does she exist? <laughs> Jury's still out. Still, <laughs> still unknown. I just, I know I have a problem with Housewives. Is that I, I absolutely am a binge watcher of it. How can you not? Honestly. But I, but I mean, like I said to you before this, I will start... Like, oh, it's dinner time. Yay, I'm going to put on the housewives. It's dinner time on Monday. Woohoo. And then finally, at some point, I'm like, oh, I got to turn this off and fucking go to bed. And then I look at my phone and it's Thursday. <laughs> like, that is me with this show. So until I get all of these five seasons out of my system, this is my life now. <laughs> this I is love it. this for you so much. Yeah. How did I get in this phone booth? <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> I highly recommend it. I'm right there with you. I am I am wrapping up season one. You're a little bit beyond where I'm at. I'm about to wrap up season three. Yeah. <laughs> um, and but I am fully right there with you. I so this is me giving my added testimony, fans, listeners, a, a audience, um, friends. I was only a Beverly Hills queen. I've just, I've only watched Beverly Hills. I love Beverly Hills. I recognize that nothing ever happens on Beverly Hills. Compared to that, (laughs) Potomac, these women, they confront each other. They work through it. They find an empathic solutions. And then they just have another meltdown and another and another. And they keep working through it. And there is so much to watch and I love them. I love them. I love, I love them. them all. Even the even the ones I'm not supposed to love, I love. Yeah. They're so funny. Would I die for Giselle and Robin? Absolutely. In a fucking heartbeat. <laughs> Would I die for Karen's wigs? <laughs> In a heartbeat. <laughs> oh my god, I'm already dead. She's got wigs. she bought the sexy wigs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh god. I will say I was surprised by one of her wigs cuz the lace front it was right there. It was right there. Anthony, trust me, you have not seen the apex of Karen Huger wig action. Really? I promise. It gets better. Oh, it gets best. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. I promise. Oh. Yeah. Oh, this is exciting. Yeah, it's it's very exciting. It's it's been a nice uh another distraction from all of the like real life garbage cuz everything real life is just so like not in my personal life, but I mean like the news, everything that's going on politically, this that and the other thing. It's just like thank you queens. Thank you to my housewife queens and my K-pop queens for For real. Being such bombs. This is things are terrible for the record. Yeah, in case you people haven't noticed. Yeah, if you're not living in society, you're off the yeah. grid and you're making bombs and mailing the people, but also somehow still listening to us. <laughs> this yeah. is our update for you. Things are dire. Yeah, and yet yeah. these angels, these angels mm-hmm. are here to hold my hand and passive aggressively scream at me. Yeah, and I love them. It's music to my ears. I love them. We stayed up. You stayed up even longer than I did for the concert. Yeah. Mama Moo had an all-live, non-stop concert. To their credit, it was a three-hour concert. Not all of which was spent singing. Two and a half hours of it was them talking. (laughs) (laughs) But it was a three-hour live concert. But it was live... I mean, it was live... Korean time. Korean time, which meant it was 6 a.m. for me and 3 a.m. for Anthony. So I just stayed up the night before. Oh, my God. And Anthony was still up. I still don't know why you stayed up, because you're an early riser. So I thought you'd just go to bed and wake up early, like slightly earlier. Because by the time I had found a place in Potomac where I could... (laughs) (laughs) That's That's the villain. That's what caused this. That's what caused it, because I was watching Potomac, and then finally it was like an episode that didn't end on a cliffhanger or whatever. And so I was like, all right, I guess I'll go to bed. And then I looked at the clock, and it was almost two. And then I was like, well, the concert starts at six, and I'm going to get up before that. So, like, I might as well just stay up. 
to make sure that I'm awake. I love that you texted me. You texted me at like 2.30 in the morning, my time, like 5.30 your time. And and you're like, okay, I just set up because we were, we were, we watched it together with our, the same way we record. And, and I love that you text me that. And I'm like, okay, I'll be there in like 15 minutes. I have to finish this episode of Potomac first. <laughs> we were both pre-gaming through yeah. late into the night with Potomac. Well, when I decided to stay up, all I did was go back to Hulu and press play again. Like, I stayed up all night watching Potomac. Yeah, because it's like, well, I could go to bed or I could try to figure out what to do to stay awake. And then it's like, oh, or I could just push this one button and be serenaded by fucking queens. Exactly. So, and then, so that happened. And then that same night... At like the con- it her performance actually got pushed. It was twelve thirty a.m. After that night that I had stayed awake all night was Yubin did a live performance. <sighs> so I watched that. It just it's just been a long week, I guess. But it's not. I'm not complaining. It's just you know. I didn't think because the 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 fact of like literally time traveling through Potomac's history. <laughs> was one explanation to me but then the fact that you also had like a 57 hour day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was, was also it? also spent enjoying korean entertainment between korea and maryland yeah <laughs> via portland maine it's worth it yeah worth you're it. just you, queens because otherwise your options are what pay attention to afghanistan hope that new orleans makes it out of this hurricane mm-hmm. uh and or listen to anti-vaxxers continue to exist. So I just like, I popped a couple of horse dewormer pills. <laughs> I said, I'm just going to enjoy my life until I sh- start shitting out my intestines. You mixed it in with your eggs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do people shit their intestines? They shit out like the lining of their intestine. And that's <gasps> when they're like, see, it is worms. And it's like, no, that's your body. Are dumb you dumb. serious? Yeah. Like, I knew people if you take were taking too, if it. You, if you take too much of it. This is the thing. This is why I need Mamamoo and the Real Housewives of Potomac. Because it's just like, people won't take the vaccine because they don't know what's in it. But they will take a pill designed to deworm horses. I mean, they were injecting themselves with, like, bleach or whatever, too. And that's why sometimes reality TV is kinder. So everybody listen to Mamamoo and watch The Real Housewives of Potomac. That's my advice. And listen to Yubin. How could I? I'm, when I say Mamamoo, I also I mean also and Yubin. It's so. Mamamoo parentheses feet Yubin. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I wish. I would die. Could you imagine? The lesbian energy would be too much. Oh. Too much. They would have a magical girl's transformation and they would just destroy <laughs> the planet. <laughs> Maybe they should, then. Oh, that's all I want. (laughs) (sighs) So, uh, how's everybody been? Deworming, perhaps? Have you been deworming yourself? City of the Living Deading themselves? (laughs) (laughs) Like a reverse. Oh, God. (laughs) Like, oh my God. Oh, that's horrible. I thought it was bad enough when it came out the front door. (laughs) coming out the back door though no thanks no thanks don't take horse dewormer pills we hope our listener base is not uh <laughs> i can't imagine that a person who would do that would listen who a person who would do that for anything besides recreational fun the way it's meant to be done the way, the way it's meant to be you know at a party that's one thing oh you've got molly no it's dewormer no man dewormer <laughs> is this gonna make me horny it might Just but <laughs> for sure you'll be shitting out your intestines <laughs> and any worms that you might happen to have this is if this, this is these are all things that teenagers would do stupid teenagers that want to get high you know like the kids that they're like oh man you just, you you bake a banana peel and scrape off the inside and you smoke it and you get high <laughs> like even whippets like who yeah. was the first person to see a can of ready whip and they were like you know <laughs> with 
like a shitty wannabe stoner teenager in a small town that makes sense with the general populace being like this will fix me yeah i i wish i was as willing to (laughs) find an entry point of agreement it's unreal so So some yeah oh go ahead no tell the people please so people um you people like horror movies right you like watching horror movies there's some good ones you could watch right now um that's what you had to say (laughs) yeah Also somewhere in amongst all of this, I did manage to press pause on Hulu for an hour and a half to engage with some more Lucio Fulci. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was going to ask what you watched. (laughs) (laughs) This movie is the only thing I watched that wasn't Real Housewives of Potomac all week. Yeah. I, I watched Howling Village. I didn't like it. Oh, I was I and let me tell you, Stacy. I'm sorry. I just need to talk about this really briefly. Sure, 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 sure. I was fucking in because it's the director of Juon. It's Asian horror. It's been so long since I've seen. I, I, have taken not for any intentional purpose. I've had a bit of an exodus from Asian horror. I, you know, I spent a year watching nothing but that, and I was so excited. It starts off and it's found footage, and it's like. Mm. It feels, even though the rest of the movie isn't, it feels very, like, Ringu-era J-horror. And it's about, like, it's got, like, Neroy and, like, Silent Hill kind of vibes. Like, a a lost, flooded village storyline. All of these things I should be here for. And in the end, I was just like, eh. That's too bad. It's that thing that keeps happening. Like, it happened with Howling Village. It happened with the the inside directors. They did that Kendisha film on Shutter. It mm-hmm. happened with that. It happened with um, the new Christopher Smith movie, The Banishing, which also went on Shutter. Like these filmmakers, I love. I like get so excited. I'm like a new horror movie after a year of not seeing any. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. ugh. That's what I watched. Oh, and and Candyman. I liked that. I'm not saying these movies are even good necessarily, but do you think? You've had adjustments in you, what you like, what you're looking for, thanks to our timeout from stuff? Well, you know, the problem with Howling Village was Giselle and Karen were in it. (laughs) So had that changed, then yeah. Yeah, so I guess I have shifted. No, it's just, no, it's just, I, I felt like if with these, I love these filmmakers and it just felt like there i i I was aware of the fact that they're getting older as filmmakers Mm. well you had expectations i have expectations that they're going to be doing their young exploring adventurous work right taking risks and then it's like oh when you see a filmmaker settle into their filmmakerness (laughs) yeah when it's like it's george lucas settling into the couch behind the monitor on the set of attack of the clones It, it feels like that kind of thing where i'm like eh, eh. So I, I don't know. I mean, maybe I've shifted too. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure we all change. And I was just wondering. I also only like Fulci films right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or Real Housewives. It's too bad that you say that about Howling Village because I'm reading a book right now that has a flooded village in it. And I was thinking, this Man. is so ripe for horror. I love a flooded village. Yeah. Like a, a village removed, any time, like a, a, a Brigadoon, a lost in time village. Mm. That's like, Howling Village is also that. It's flooded, but it's also now exists somewhere else. Like it's been, it's, it's been taken off the map is what they mm. say. Mm. And I still think you should watch it. Cause I think there are things that you would great. like. I yeah. think you would like it. Um, just the, for me, the ending and the some of the effects and stuff, it just didn't come together in the way I, I was hoping. Mm-hmm. But it has the ingredients. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, A Flooded Village. What are you reading? Uh, it's called Seven Years of Darkness. It's got murder and stuff in it. Murder. <laughs> murder. It's a, <laughs> it's a translated Korean novel that was recommend, oh, recommended that. to me. And it's really, it's dark. It's really dark. Oh wow! But there's a the village has was flooded for a reservoir, and it's not the main point of the book, but it 
does come into play but i just love the idea that of like the abandoned village and then they flood it and it's just it's so scary to me it's really upsetting yeah i i that's the thing is i i love that and there's there's a lot of stuff in howling village with that that's great yeah in the end i don't think it all worked which is just Mm. a bummer it happens but i got candy man i like that Um, i'll see that um i think you'd like it i don't know i don't know it's the reaction of the movie hasn't been interesting but i I, so i don't know what to think (laughs) but i liked it it's okay to let it settle or see it again or that's okay too yeah to not have to not not like by the time you get to your car have a completely formulated opinion and thoughts and you know Mm -hmm. like people are just like okay what'd you think what'd you think and it's like Write your treatise. Yeah, maybe sometimes you need to let things sit. Sometimes yeah. you have to let things settle for years. You might not be in the... The first time I saw the movie we're going to talk about today, The Psychic, Oh. I had expectations because it's Fulci. And this is unlike the Fulci stuff from the early 80s. And mm-hmm. I, I wasn't in the place for that. I just wasn't in the right mood for this movie. And I was like, I'm not into it. And then I see it 10 years later or whatever, and I had fallen in love. That's why I said we should really do an episode on this movie. I think you're going to really like it, Anthony, because when I waited and was in the right space for it or whatever, I fucking fell in love with this movie. Oh, I love that for you. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes that happens, you know? Yeah. I mean, I've never been known to do that on this show. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, it's okay. It's okay to reassess. Yeah. Where to have to think or whatever. Yeah. I know that's not the way people on TikTok do it, but <laughs> whatever. I just, I well, I love this saga for you of your rediscovery of this film and loving it. And I'm, I am glad you recommended it to me because uh, it was good to watch. Hmm. Yeah. I liked it. Well, did I like it? We're all waiting. No. What I will say is, Stacy, I loved it. <laughs> Why do you, you know I like me? freaking you out? You fool me every time. I love it. I just love making you get upset. <laughs> I, I like. I don't even know if I'm upset. It's just like, but I get fooled. That that <laughs> fools sorry. me. That I'm fools sorry. me. And no, just every time I fall for it, you would think. <laughs> I wasn't gonna do it, but then I was like. I think she might believe this. <laughs> as, soon as, you, as soon as you said that you loved my journey or whatever, I was like, uh-oh. I honestly was like, uh-oh. Oh, no. Well, I mean, what it's okay. I, w- I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, oh, God, how dare you not like it? I would have been like, okay. Like, I, I mean, that's how I felt the first time. No, like, I, 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 I absolutely understand why you felt that way the first time. For me, especially coming off of uh, you know this this Fulci train that we've been on. I was so impressed at how vastly unfulci it is, and I loved it. I I I mean, I'm not saying I was refreshed by the fact that it didn't have the staples of Fulci, but to see another flavor of Fulci, yeah, was and and a flavor of Fulci that um. <laughs> I want to hear the themes. The flavor of Fulci, a flavor <laughs> of Fulci that for me really reminded me of like the more tame argento giallos like the early ones yeah like bird with the crystal plumage bird with the crystal plumage yeah yeah five five guys burgers and fries (laughs) five five guys velvet burger (laughs) five guys velvet burger like it, it reminded me of those but also with like a little don't look now mixed in and like i was really into this movie it's, it's real good. It really is, right? It's very underseen, for sure. I've never heard of it, especially in the when people name off the full the, the can full the Fulci canon. Um, so I don't know where people. It's on something. <laughs> <laughs> it's you on are as helpful as just watch. I know we're always so good with this. It's on like Canopy or something, right? It's on some oh, yeah. streaming service. Justwatch.com yeah, is your best friend to find where movies are streaming. I have I have the Blu-ray of this, which also helps. The first time I saw it, I think it was VHS. And this movie is the only Fulci movie I've seen where it's like, 
oh, this this one, like, uh, this is different. This has style. And I don't just yeah. mean, like, like the usual Fulci tropes and things like that. I mean, this is a fabulous-looking, beautifully shot, exquisitely uh, set, very meticulous kind of movie that doesn't feel like Fulci. Yeah. It's so good. This it's like um I mean style when you talk about style this is like this is like that um that Devin Green uh Brenda Dixon video. <laughs> Welcome to my home. Welcome to my home. I have a face full of fashion. This movie is a face full of fashion. <laughs> oh my There's, god. The furs are by Fendi. <laughs> yeah. Like like this movie is amazing. It's so it's it's also his most of the films that I've seen. It's the most um, coherent film. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It has a plot mm-hmm. that that people talk about together <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> over a duration of scenes, leading to a climax and a resolution. Wild, right? I just, <laughs> just like, and that's the thing. I I don't think either of us would. Uh, bump Fulci for not doing that in his other films. That's why we love his other films. Because they're off the rails, because they're not limited by standards for what is or isn't a story or what yeah. it does or doesn't make sense. But the psychic is it's yeah, it just it it has that mm, it has that late seventies air of it. Nineteen seventy seven. Oh what a year, huh? What a perfect year for movies. Um, it's, I mean, it's a giallo, but it's almost like a more adult giallo or something, because I, I just think there's such a low body count, and it's really a, just a mystery. Um, this, yeah. this movie, even the Blu-ray that I have uses the title card of its other original title, Murder to the Tune of Seven Black Notes. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a much more, like, that title, I think, would clue you in as to what this movie is versus The Psychic. Yeah, that's, that's birds with the feather plumage with the five burgers in the velvet. (laughs) Yeah, and this is a legit mystery movie versus, like, some of his other movies where it's like, we gotta figure out how to close the gates of hell! (laughs) Nuns puke on people's lungs. Yeah, like, sure, that's kind of a mystery, I guess, but this is legitimately a mystery movie. Yeah, yeah, it feels like a, it, it, like you said, it feels like a Jalo, but with the murders removed. Like, there's, like, one murder, well, two, one's off before the film, and then, and there's, like, one of the glove shots. Yep. And otherwise, it's, like, it's all the steps of solving the mystery, but it, but the mystery hasn't even happened yet, because this character is psychic. Right. It's so good. And I, I feel like I don't want to spoil the absolute ending or like who done it. You know what I mean? Just because it's so little seen. Yeah. It's the very end too. But it's so much fun watching the pieces fall into place. Yeah. Over the course of this movie. Yeah. And it works. It does work. It works. Like I was when when we were getting to the ending, like I, I, I think just because it's more in recent memory, I would think of um oh what's the Kirstie Alley Deanna Troy one we watched? Blind <laughs> date. Blind date. Like that that ending. Yeah. That didn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. It's her boyfriend, but he's a taxi driver, but he's a doctor, right. but he's not and he keeps the the exacto blade in his speedo <laughs> like what <laughs> scalpel not exacto blade yeah. but it's like what what the fuck but this ending makes perfect sense it all works out there was a writer on this film <laughs> right which feels very unusual for Fulci so picture it Florence Italy <laughs> 1959 we have a young girl Virginia I can't who <laughs> <laughs> has a vision of her mother who is in Dover, England on the White Cliffs. And the next thing you know... Oh my god! <laughs> she's falling over the cliffs. <laughs> she... Mommy jumps, scrapes her face all the way down the... <laughs> I'm sorry, scrapes? That is... That's like saying she got a paper cut, Stacy. She bashes her fucking face in on every rock going down this thing. It 
It's so awesome. While her wide-eyed daughter is like, Mommy? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's hundreds of miles away, like, seeing this in her mind. Uh, Then we fast forward to the now. Virginia's all grown up. She is fucking fabulous. Yeah, she is. Uh, She is a decorator. (laughs) I love that. I'm a decorator. I am a decorator. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She's married. She's living this uh, jet-set European lifestyle. Uh, And as she drives through a series of tunnels, she begins to have a vision. It's a vision of a murder. Uh, Should we get flashes of a broken mirror, a cigarette in an ashtray, a magazine cover, a dead body? Someone is walled up. In a wall. Huh? And Virginia's like, what? So, Virginia has had these visions throughout her life. Not this one, but she has had a series of visions so much that she actually has a parapsychologist on call. Oh my god, I love it. And so she goes to see him and is like, I've seen this person. Someone's been murdered somewhere. We need to find out who this person is that's been murdered. It turns out that the it all happened in the abandoned villa that her husband's family has that she is going to uh, redo and, uh, you know, renovate. She breaks open the wall, and sure enough, there's a skeleton in the wall. Jesus Christ. Ay, ay, ay. And so the rest of the movie is literally trying to figure out who killed the person in the wall. What's going on? She puts together the pieces of her vision. We get so many close-ups of her eyes. She changes her outfit literally in every scene. (laughs) Like, I just gained so much power just thinking of it. And I, like, that is, when I say literally, I do mean literally. Every single scene, she has a new outfit. It's watching watching this movie and the the there's a warmth to this film, um, which I, I think is like the the cinematography and her outfits and her she's fantastic she carries this film, um, mm-hmm. Jennifer O'Neill right, mm-hmm. um, and and there's it's I not just seeing her walk in every scene she walks in her outfits to go back to Housewives. <laughs> not just the outfits but like just just watching the the movie just the warmth of the movie it reminds me of like every time Dorit comes in in a new Robocop look I'm just mm-hmm. like I am living for this <laughs> like I can't get enough of this I need to see what new Barrette arrangement Dorit has yes yeah is it going to say uh, dripping dripping <laughs> is it gonna say dripping I don't know <laughs> Yeah. So this, like, once she realizes that her vision of the body in the wall and all of these things, once she realizes that that's not related to the past and someone that has already been murdered, but it's a murder yet to come, uh, her husband is accused of this crime once they find the body in the wall. And so she just wants to solve the mystery and, like, save her husband and figure out what's up. It's like, and it, it's if 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 you're one of those people like us who get your your fancy is tickled by um, by like anytime Naomi Watts is gonna go try to find out where that well is, yeah, or you know yeah. a woman yeah. that is gonna solve the mystery. Mm-hmm. This movie is kind of OG, maybe when it comes to some many of those threads in in I feel later film history and later films that involve figuring out what's going on it seems like this movie might be a little bit formative for some of that which is interesting because it's so unseen (laughs) this movie has so much style Mm -hmm. but but i don't mean that in terms of like fancy filmmaking tricks because really not it's really not but like the sets and the clothes and the hair and the accents and just everything about it is Mm -hmm. style like it's just I love that there's like a Jallo murder mystery set in this kind of upper class, posh, opulent, chic world. 
Yeah. And maybe that's all Giallo. I don't have that much experience with Giallo. I've seen a handful, like maybe five titles or whatever. But this one is just like, and maybe it's just because I've been watching so much Real Housewives. But it just feels <laughs> like it, it, it's that kind of world. Yeah. Well, because you get, you get like her and her, um, you get her husband's sister, her sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. With that incredible hair, you get <laughs> you get her and and the their their weird interactions and how they like their the sister in law is like kind of helping her sometimes and kind of not and kind of hindering her and you think they get along perfectly fine until Jennifer O'Neill turns to her and say, "Would you just for once shut your spoiled foul mouth?" Like mm-hmm. there's so many great characters in this too, which is also <laughs> feels kind of unfulchy for me because usually it's like well. Where's Catriona McCall? And then there's everybody right. else. Yeah. I, get, I mean, you get Emily and the beyond. You get you get uh, the the babe couple and zombie. <laughs> but, well, a lot of times in the other movies, people get killed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're just fodder. Yeah. In this, everyone stays, sticks through the whole way. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's so, there's, none of the characters are just there for the sake of satisfying, like getting lines on the page. Right. Like, you really get to know this parapsychologist. You really get to know, I'm sorry, his secretary. <laughs> She's amazing. She is the MVP of this film. Yeah. She is a secretary and a detective. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they'll, they'll hang out. And they're talking and they're trying to, like, figure out what is the, what is the missing piece of the puzzle that they just can't find. And then the secretary will be like, oh, did you look at this magazine? This magazine wasn't printed this year, but actually, like, immediately. Like, like, there's like two or three times she's like, oh, but did you notice this part? And I cross-referenced the records in my Rolodex. Like, and she just, she's always there to solve the mystery. She knows all kinds of shit or is able to research it herself without the aid of the internet. Yeah. But she'll be like, oh, I compiled a list of all the taxi drivers who were there. And they'll be like, oh, we gotta, st- we have to start calling. And she's like, well, I've already called half of them. And blah, blah. And it's just like, holy shit. Give her a raise, please. Yeah, it's like, you're a secretary for a parapsychologist? Yes. <laughs> and also the shadow broker? Like, what? <laughs> what? Who is this queen? I know. You get the, the older woman that she sees dead in her vision, who's like, you know, hanging out outside staring at her. It yeah. just has such presence. You get... You get the the man who works the horse stables who just randomly is like, "Hey, that can't, I just realized that can't work because I shot that horse that year." <laughs> like, it's just, yeah. there's so many there's so many great characters, um, yeah. And I yeah. love how they all play a part in this solving this mystery. It, there's a huge chunk of time in the last third. There's like 15, 20 minutes where there's no dialogue at all, and yet it is still riveting unlike nico masterakis where it's like oh my god the last half hour was a chase scene and i was so fucking yes that's exactly what i was gonna say it's the it's the italian by way of greece chase that never ends that takes up the whole end of the movie yeah but in this it's riveting and it's so suspenseful because the whole movie has been leading up to this moment yes as she begins to see what's been happening in her premonitions which she spends the majority of the movie thinking she has had a vision of the past. Right. And that she will solve this past murder. She doesn't understand that this premoni- it's a premonition. Mm-hmm. And that she begins to see these pieces all come into place as she's living them, as a person is coming after her. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's really cool when she like... Because you do see the vision over and over and over again, but it's never like, oh God, this again. It's never like that, but yeah. it's, I love it when something happens and she's like, oh fuck. <laughs> you like, know? Like, I mean, the satisfaction of her and the, like, to think about how they use our familiarity with the visions, because we've seen them so many times, not egregiously, but we've seen them so many times, that by the time she gets into that room at the end and she looks and there's the mirror. But the mirror isn't broken yet. And because we've only seen the mirror broken, you're like, what the fuck is going to happen? How are we going to get to this point? Like, is she going to make it out of this? It's really cool. It's like, it's so masterfully shot. Mm -hmm. Like, there's like, Fulci's always done cool shit with like, 
the gore or how did they shoot this or whatever. And there have been flashes of like, oh, look at the composition here. Like I think about City of the Living Dead and like the way the zombies were lit from outside and blah, blah, blah. But this movie from beginning to end is just like kind of another level for him. Is it really pretty? I, I... Because I, I watched the DVD, the Blu-ray got checked out literally the day we went to get it. Like, somebody oh. recommended it and randomly got this movie on Blu-ray. Weird. Um, and so I, I still have the Severed DVD. It's like the same, it's supposed to be the same release, but it's not, it looks like an old DVD. And so I was wondering if the Blu-ray was beautiful. I got the Blu-ray from Scorpion releasing. Scorpion, okay. Um, And it's it one. looks really good. It looks really good. It's, I mean, it was like the first time I saw the Blu-ray, it was a totally new experience for me. Oh. So, like versus whatever version I had seen previously. I've got to see that. I'm, I honestly just have to buy that Blu-ray. It's so good. It's really, it's just like so well shot. It looks amazing. The colors really pop. Like, mm. you know, the room where the murder takes place, all the red walls oh, and furniture yeah. and the bright blue ashtray and all these things it's like like it just feels really mindful and in a way that i don't think of fulci films mm-hmm. i don't think of the cinematography necessarily I'll, like i'll think of cool shots and setups and stuff like that but i don't ever really say like the cinematography is really striking in a Fulci film. Yeah, he was about, he was more invested in mood. Yeah. And I mean, cinematography plays a part in that. Right. But it's not like, like, I mean, if we're going to look at shots between two filmmakers, that was more Argento's territory. And maybe because this isn't just people dying in horrible, awful ways, like that's not the point of this film. And so he's got to do something with all the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's really exciting to see just how he how he tackles like because that was something i was thinking about over the course of this of our of our trek through fulci is like this man has made a zillion movies yeah of every genre since the going back to the 50s how did he end up becoming like the master of like gross out italian gore yeah like in addition to also making romantic comedies and westerns like how does that how is that this guy you know yeah. Um, so it's really interesting for, to see a completely different example of what he could do as a filmmaker and in, in really a different genre. Yeah, I haven't seen anything that he, I haven't seen any of his comedies. I haven't seen anything outside of horror for sure. Mm-hmm. So even just within horror itself, it was interesting to see him kind of flex and be in a totally different style and a different subgenre and everything. It was really cool to watch. I like it. I love it. I love it. It it also, it gave us the line, listen, I've had 56 lovers and I haven't killed any of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's not to love about this movie? <laughs> yeah. Also, the score, um, which I believe is Fritzy? It was Fritzy and a couple of other composers, yeah. Did but that it's... little medley? Yeah. Um, guy, I, one of the concerts I saw Fritzy at, they played... That was the first time I'd ever seen that image of the woman falling off the cliff and the face, 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 <laughs> face. And he, they played that, and then he was playing that medley or that melody. Uh-huh. Um, and, it, like, even that, it's so funny because in this, the music is so reduced. Yeah. It's really just, you hear that score, every, that little melody every now and then, like, it's her watch will go off and you hear that. Um, but when you hear it, it's just so, it's so simple and just gets you. And when you hear it and you're like, oh my God, that is seven notes. That's the title, man. <laughs> wow, man. I get it now. I get everything makes sense. I'm Jennifer Jason Lee and I'm exploding into pixels. <laughs> oh my God. It's real good. If you haven't had a chance to see it, like find it on something. Yeah, literally, you can watch it with your library card through Canopy, which we know you have a library card instead of Horse Dewormer because you're a Gaylord's listener. Yeah. So good. So good. So good. Such a different Fulci. The fashion cannot be forgot. Oh, the fashion is absolutely incredible. Once you see it's from 1977, you have to know. God. It's going to be great. There's like this blue cape coat thing that she wears. Like, I gasped. <laughs> I gasped. Psychic decorators. 
secretary detectives, <laughs> angry sisters-in-law. Like, oh, it's just it's a delight. Yeah. Just a delight. I love this movie. I'm so glad you loved it. I loved it. Can't believe you fooled me again. I'm so sorry. No, I'll fall for it every time, probably. You're the opposite of the what W said. Fool me once, ain't getting fooled or whatever. What? <laughs> you know what, Stacy? Are you ready to place your head on the chopping block? <laughs> oh, uh, uh, sure. Yay, distraction worked. <laughs> This installment of The Chopping Block has to be better than the last one where we both died on the first question. Had we ever done that before? I think that might have been a first. I'm not sure. See? We're still making firsts. <laughs> That's true. There's always a new surprise on yeah. Game of the Darkness. There's no way we could do worse than that. There's no way we could do worse. I will say that much. That's literally impossible because the game doesn't even allow for the possibility for us to do worse than we did. The only way it could be worse is if one of us drops dead before our turn. (laughs) You just... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Before you can pick a category, you just drop dead. Stacy. Like, you I hear, hear the... a flat line somehow. <laughs> yeah, I hear a flat line and the, the dust billowing across yeah. the wind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I, it can't be any worse. Can it be any better? It could. Will it be any better? I don't know. We'll find out. We will find out here on the chopping block. Our question and answer game uh, in which Stacy and I present each other with three separate Categories. Horror, film, trivia. Uh, we have... Boy. <laughs> well, time, time slip. I, we have... I said horror, film, trivia, and my brain forgot how to speak about this thing that we do every week. It was a time slip. I am in a phone booth. Uh, we choose our category. We have five questions in each category that we are tasked with answering. We have ten seconds to answer each question, unless you call out... I want the wig, in which case Jamie Lee Curtis's wig from the 1981 film Halloween 2 gloriously materializes on your head and confuses our non-binary executioner, the heads they, and earns you an extra 10 seconds to answer just that question. If you win, um, congratulations, you've made it through all five questions. If you die at any point, it's over. That's it. Well done. That's how it works, right? Nice nice segue into talking about the rules, too. You know, there could be a new listener who heard you on Evolution of Horror, and they don't know what's happening. And they also don't know why we're talking about housewives. I should try to remember that every episode could be somebody's, could definitely be their last. But it could also be someone's, (laughs) (laughs) it could also be their first episode. That, isn't that a comforting way to look at it, though? Is just knowing that every episode is somebody's last episode. <laughs> yeah, until there's no one left. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the, and then there were none in of right. Gay Lords of Darkness. I know. But we do a lot of referencing things that we've talked about in the past or whatever, and I perhaps I should be more mindful of the fact that people might not know. I'm sorry. No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> Creating a complicated universe of in-jokes and references uh, worked for Arrested Development and its long-term success with its audience that only lasted three seasons. Well, that's true. Also, maybe it would be more rewarding for people if they come in on the most recent episode and they're like, I'll give this a try. And they listen and they hear something and they're like, all right, I'll give it another try. And then they listen to something earlier and they get a reference. Yeah. Perhaps that is richer. Right? Yeah. It was like me starting, for example, back to Housewives, because all roads lead back to Housewives, starting Beverly Hills in season five, and then working my way up and then back from the beginning to where I began. And then I was like, oh, I get it now. It's like making my own Star Wars prequel. <laughs> That's right. Every... Thank you. Okay, good job. Thank you. <laughs> so we both died on the first question last time, last week. Uh, that was exciting. 
Yeah, it was fun. Will we do better? Let's see. Let's find out right now. Who died first? You died first. So that means I die second. <laughs> right. So that means... What does that mean? <laughs> that, means that means... This is the death math. Death you, math is, is you, very important. You ask me questions first. That's what this means. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 That's the the formula equation. Even when I remember, it's difficult. <laughs> Chocolate blood messes with my mind, and this week of time slips and not knowing. Uh, anyway, okay. I'll when I'll we be... when we have the the Facebook group, we'll have the moderators, and then we'll appoint them with also tracking our. Oh death. wow! Okay, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. See, we can, we can, we can, um, oh, what's it called when, like, your manager tells you to do a thing instead of them doing it when you work at the mall? Delegating? (laughs) Exactly. We get to delegate. It would be so easy, though. I was thinking just now, while you were blah, blah, blah. I was thinking... (laughs) 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 If I had, like, a little magnetic board or something with just a, like, Anthony. Stacy, and a little marker I could move back and forth, but then I'd have to say what it meant. Never mind. Oh well, what it, you could just you could just you could just have a, a I mean I could even do it. it. It's like leave a pencil. Is the pencil on the left side or the right side of the I desk? I know I could just do it while I edit, but you'd think like, look, this doesn't. None of this is adding to my image, so I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> This image you've carefully cultivated (laughs) to not exist. Up until now. Uh, You know, anyway. Uh, Okay. Well, you have (laughs) three categories and one of them is new. Okay. Uh, Your returning category... No, your new category this week. It's oh. it's a it's a little brush within a category that we've flirted with several times in the last couple of weeks, but oh it's a newer version of this. This category, Stacy, is the the, in which you have fifty seconds. <laughs> no. To name five movie titles that, much like the psychic, begin with the word the. Oh, that is the easiest one, and that puts pressure on. That <laughs> exactly. Is, that is like Stacy. I mean, the only way it could get easier is if you were like, you have fifty seconds to name five movie titles <laughs> to, that to have, name a movie. Yeah, to just name five movies. <laughs> That's the only way it could be easier. Oh dear. It's like in it's like in art school when they said the assignment this week is whatever you want. There's no parameters. You make a thing. Oh and then I say, God. I don't know how to think like that. I already feel my pulse has quickened. <laughs> this I... is my, this is the still, the still Stacy test is to, <laughs> to... <laughs> but I can't fail. I can't <laughs> fail. Speaking of my image, like imagine failing that one. Now, because, because oh, Stacy, that would only, that would only add to your legend. To oh, I see. 50 seconds to name five movie titles that begin with the word the. Oh, On no. this one. If, if you get to, because there's so many of them and this should not be too difficult of a <laughs> task, arguably, in, in a non-stressful situation, at least, I'll say that. Oh. If you name 10 movies, then you know what you get. You get the Wig of the Dead. I feel like I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't have to pick that. I because know. you have two returning categories. Your returning categories are Dial L for Murder, which is trivia at the intersection of horror movies and L-word actresses. You, it's, it, I basically describe a movie with an L-word actress. You tell me what the movie is. You don't need to know the L-word uh, but one day you will need to know the L word for when we do our L word podcast. And your third and final returning category is the Jason special part two. Oh, God damn it. The Stacy experience in which uh, Jason created this category of questions for you that are all based around movies or characters that have something to do with a person named Stacy. 
So. No. Your categories are. Well, honestly, like, I think I might make a nervous breakdown. <laughs> I told you this was to calibrate. <laughs> Still, Stacy, this is my my mad science. Your categories are uh, the Jason special part two, the Stacy experience, dial L for murder, or the the. It, it could also be the the or the the. <laughs> Don't make it more complicated. <laughs> The the. <laughs> um, I mean, I have to do the the. I'm so nervous. Are you gonna do I the can't. The? I'm gonna do the the. I am so nervous that I'm. I actually feel like I can't breathe. Um, do you want to do a deep? We could do some deep breathing exercises. <laughs> no, first. no, it's okay. It's just like it's so easy that the pressure is just that much higher. I don't That's feel true. like oh, easy breathe, beautiful. I feel like. If you can't name five fucking movies that start with the word the, <laughs> someone else needs to scrape her face down the fucking cliffside because, like, give it up, girl. Okay, but I can do this. Okay. Okay, and you only have to get five. Okay. If you go on a, if you feel yourself on a fucking roll and you get to ten, you get the wig of the dead. It's an added perk. But you only need to get five. That's all anyone is 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 not even expecting. That's all we're rooting for. Okay. You ready for this? Sure. Okay. <laughs> you have 50 seconds. And remember, you do have a wig as well. Starting now. Okay, I want the wig. The shining. <gasps> the, the ring. Ding, ding, ding. The brood. Ding, ding, ding. The fun house. Ding, ding, ding. The house of the devil. Ding, ding, ding. The, the, um, 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 uh oh. <laughs> the, the, uh, the evil dead. Ding, ding, ding. The boy. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, um, uh, the, the dog. <laughs> <laughs> the craft. The yes. craft. The sentinel. Yes. Um, um, uh, the convent. Um, ding, 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 ding. Ten. Um, That's ten. It is? How many can you do? That's ten. You did great. Oh. You did ten. You got ten in 42 seconds. I started to think of episodes we've done. That oh, helped that's a me. smart strategy. That helped me. That's a good, also well done. I can't remember a single fucking movie we've ever watched on this show. We did it. I Stacey. did it. Stacy! I won the wig fair and square! Stacy! <laughs> <laughs> she screamed out in court. <laughs> Your Honor! <laughs> Stacy, congratulations! Look, you are ascending. You are ascending up off the chopping block and the, the, the wig of the dead is <laughs> waiting for me. I'm like that, uh, you know, the god painting. With the fingers. That's oh, yeah, with the, and the beams shooting out, and the fingers and the beams. Beams? Like the sun sunbeams shooting out, like the holy rays. Wait, what? Oh, the, what are, oh, wait, oh, wait. I'm not talking about God shooting beams out of <laughs> the finger. I mean, God, the creation of man or whatever it is. You're like t- the naked guys pointing at each other. Yeah, yeah. The point is yeah. that's me in the, in the wig of the dead. And it's go- does the wig have fingers? There's gonna be a fresco. The the one of the curls. <laughs> it's curling out at you. Yeah, it could be considered a finger. <laughs> the wig of the dead is sentient, is what we've learned. <laughs> I mean, are you surprised? No, I love this. <sighs> Stacy, you have a wig of the dead now. So that means that's a bonus wig I can use, right? That's a bonus wig that you can use. And it carries it carries over until you use it. So you have now an extra wig in your briefcase oh. <laughs> until you use it. Okay. The wig of the dead is old and fragile. So when you use it, she dis- disintegrates. <laughs> it turns to dust. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, wow. Ten, you got 10 in 42 seconds. <sighs> I would like to thank everyone who has believed in me. All this time, <laughs> and knew that I could eventually do it. 
I was so nervous. Okay. Whew. I gotta calm down. I gotta calm down because I have to read questions to you. You did. You do. One of three categories, two of which are new. <gasps> oh. So, your returning category this week, I thought this was appropriate. Uh, there's always room for Jallo. Oh, yeah. In which I give you the title of a Jallo film. You tell me if it's a real movie or one that I made up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Your first new category this week is... I don't know if this category is going to work. Uh, but the category is called Sponsored by Copico. <laughs> In this category, I will name a movie, and then I will name three name brand products. You tell me which product appears in the movie. What? Does that make sense? So, like, Scream would be, like, Jiffy Pop and... Right, Jiffy Pop, McDonald's, and Coke. Yeah. And you'd be like, it's Jiffy Pop. This is tough! Wait! 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 I... Wait! Wait! I don't say Scream? No. You name three things and I have to guess the one... One of these things is not like the other. One of the things appeared in the movie that I just told you. Yes. Right. So I would be like, okay, question one. Scream, Coca-Cola, McDonald's, Jiffy Pop. And you would say Jiffy Pop. Oh. It's tough, but that was the only way I could think to do this, that it's marginally fair. Because how could I be like, what? I mean, Jiffy Pop, maybe, because it's so iconic. But like, what appeared in, you know, Halloween 3? Yeah, that's a question I'd ask you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Oh, wow. But that makes sense. That's a tough category. But it is basically I like just, that. just choosing one from three, or maybe you'll know them, you know? What's this one called? Uh, sponsored by CopyCo. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> because any of you out there who have taken our advice and have watched the K-drama Mine... That is the on most, Netflix. The most feminist television series of all time. Yes. You will notice that Copico Candy is very prominently product placed in several episodes. Did it work and did we both buy it? Yes, we did. <laughs> Absolutely. I said if Copico is giving this show funding and allowing them to make a feminist uh, series that has gay shit in it in Korea, I would mm-hmm. buy that product. Mm-hmm. I went to H Mart and I said, I need it inside me right now. Third category. <laughs> the th- <laughs> and they said, the cucumbers are in aisle. <laughs> yeah, they said. I was going to let it go. Why couldn't I just let it go? <laughs> I'm glad you did it. <laughs> All right, and your third category this week is She Works Hard for the Title. (laughs) And and this category, uh, I give you a year and the working title of a very well-known horror film. Oh, Jesus, shit. You tell me the very well-known horror film. These are very well-known. It's not like some obscure. I wouldn't be like, what's the working title of The Psychic? These are all very well-known classic movies. I give you the year, which is key, and the working title. You tell me the title that we all know. Oh. So, you have... Oh. There's Always Room for Jallo, sponsored by Copico, and she works hard for the title. The... the so my problem is I really want to do the the title one. But I'm so curious about the, the, the foods, the sponsored items. I'm so curious. I'm, mm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the Copico for 500, please. Okay. Thinking about it now, I should have done Jiffy Pop. That's a good one. It's a good one, right? Yeah. So I give you the movie okay. and three products. You tell me which product appeared in said movie. 
Oh my god, why am I doing this one? It's just multiple choice, really. Here we go. Okay. Movie number one. The Amityville Horror. Was it La Choy, Pringles, or Planters? <laughs> Why did I do this? I'm going to say Planters. I'm sorry, the answer we're looking for is La Choy. God damn it! <laughs> La Choy makes a lot of appearances in the Amityville Horror. Margot Kidder goes shopping and unpacks her bag and pulls out several La Choy products. And you look at the shelves in the background and there's lots of La Choy. And you say, my God, the Lutzes love their canned Chinese food. Yeah, what were, that's La Choy. Oh, it's canned Chinese food? Yeah. It's like oh, canned, like, that. yeah, you could get like... They used to have, like, chicken chow mein and shit, but it's like, that's where you get your crunchy chow mein noodles or your water chestnuts or whatever. It was always La Choy. That's so funny. Yep. That's so funny. I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, you're dead. <laughs> oh, no, you worked so hard on this category and I died. <laughs> it's okay. Stacy, you got 10 movies in 42 seconds and I died on Planter's Nuts. <laughs> We've all died on Planters Nuts at one time. Or <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> well, that's okay. They were tough. That was a tough category. <laughs> Why did and I it was choose just, that one? <clears throat> well, it was kind of just like pick the right answer, maybe, unless you just happen to know something. You know? I had a one in three chance. God damn it. <laughs> well. How's it feel to be a winner? It feels okay. Good. I'm into it. <laughs> Glad. I'm not going to get cocky <laughs> because we all know how these things go. The fortunes can just turn so quickly. Mm-hmm. She can fly too close to the sun. Yeah. So it's not, this is, winning a chopping block is never cause for braggadocio behavior. Oh, no, because you could die just as quickly on the next one. Exactly. But you've got an extra wig now. I do have an extra wig. That feels nice. I love having a backup. Mm-hmm. No idea what we're going to talk about next week, but we'll talk about something. As we forge ever further through um, what is September now. Oh, yeah. Which is horrific. Oh, my goodness gracious. Okay. It's going to be Halloween in no time. It really is. Does that mean the awful movie comes out, like, in a month? Just about. Oh my god. The awful movie? You mean Halloween bangs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be the worst movie I've ever seen, and I can't wait. So, but that is, whatever that is, that is for the future. Yes, 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 yes. I'm getting way ahead of us. Way ahead. We are still in September. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll be back until then. Gaylordsofdarkness.com mm -hmm. has links to all our stuff. Mm-hmm. What else do I need to say? Um... I gotta go back to Potomac. <laughs> it's time. Wow, for a haunted tome made out of skin, it's so loosely structured, yet informative. I know, right? Is it over? It's glowing and spinning on its own, so I'm gonna guess yes. Ah, oh, oh my god! god. Oh, oh my god. god! Tune in next time for more games!